The Four Norsemen Podcast is a show run by just four regular dudes from the Midwest. The following views are 100% undeniably, unequivocally, exhaustively our own, and not representative of any organization we belong to, our employers, and most importantly, our wives. So basically, you can only blame us for this garbage. Now, please sit back, relax, and be prepared to switch to another show within five minutes. Enjoy! A podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee. I don't think from the ages of 21 to 27 that I consumed more of any other liquid than this. Nick Marty. You bite your tongue. Buff Bagwell is the greatest wrestler ever. The Diesel Tom Ryan. I've already peed my pants. We're good. Big Brother Jeremy. Break it down. Banana. Are you ready? I was born ready. Nice to see you. Welcome to the show. Hey, Carl, what's up? What's happening, hot stuffs? It's showtime! This is the Four Norsemen. And here we go again. It's April 7th of 2021. Happy National Beer Day. I've got my beer shirt on. You guys see this? I have the beer! (laughs) Another episode of the Four Norsemen heading your way. It's a podcast for dudes by four dudes. Adam Lee is my name. Happy, thrilled, ecstatic to be here with you once again. My all-virtual group of co-hosts join me. Mr. Nick Marty. Hi, Nick. Happy Beer Day. I know this is one of your favorite holidays throughout the entire year. You appreciate uh, the uh, a good brew. I do. All of the brews. Just all about. Every Just about. Except for that one from uh, last week that Scooter talked about. Yeah, well, I didn't try that one. But I, I mean, I like cream soda, so I could see, I could see that one being appealing to me. But no, nah, no, nah, not with beer though. Okay, I take that back. Big brother Jeremy in the house. In the house. What's Woo! up? What's up? We got some wrestling this week. I'm so excited. Yeah, that it is exciting. Topcast, the podcast topic. A topcast so, pocket. Yeah, I did a little bit of pig Latin there. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, just waiting for you guys to catch on. Nick's really good at pig Latin. Nick, are you I still can, really good at pig Latin? I N K X P I G P I at my area Elway. Yep. John Elway. Yeah. Yep. There was a a fifth grade uh, trip to Disney World, and my cousins and I decided we didn't want our parents to know anything we were talking about. So we learned Big Latin and then got really good. Uh, our parents hated <laughs> us. We were already fifth grade and annoying. Yeah. And right. So Speaking like that the whole time. Yeah. Oh my god. Got me good. Yep. That's really awesome. So, big news here in the Norseman country. We have a new member of the Norseman family. The Diesel Tom Ryan recently had himself a new kiddo, a sweet little, a sweet little baby girl. Uh, Mom and baby are doing just fine. Uh, had the kid last week. Actually, uh, we were we were literally on a gaming night, and Tom text, or said, I got to go. My wife's having contractions. And then two and a half hours later, we get a text that saying she had the kids. So it, it went quick. And uh, But, yeah, they're doing just fine, as is the proud big sister at home. And we wish them all the very best in the Ryan family. But because the diesel Congrats. is gone this week, uh, we do need someone to fill his incredibly sexy shoes. and Because we just can't have three Norsemen. There always must be four. So joining us tonight is a regular contributor on the Norsemen. You can hear him on his very own podcast. I don't even know how many you have now. I think it's two, the Homer Horn, and then what's the new one? Through the Knothole. Through the Knothole, which is a Minnesota Twins podcast. Yes, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So and you, and it's an exciting year to start a Twins podcast. We can talk about that in a second. But our very own, uh, he writes for a bunch of stuff too, many sports publications and websites. He adds legitimacy to our our show, Mr. Chris Shad. Hi, Chris Shad. Mr. Adam Lee, what's going on, man? I am honored to be uh, number 30 in your Royal Rumble, even though there's four, <laughs> I can't really count. Yeah. But it's National Beer Day, so yeah, that for mean, sure. it makes sense. I lose count anyway. It's an exciting time because it's National Beer Day, it's WrestleMania week. We have all sorts of stuff we got to get to on the podcast. But uh, do, we, do, we wanna, do we wanna branch out into any of our other interests here in the first segment? Because once we start on wrestling, we're, we're gonna go. So if you guys wanna talk about the NCAA tournament, how Nick lost to his wife, um, Easter, <laughs> uh, of a Vikings draft talk, which maybe we should have Krishad on for uh, a draft show later on in April. Um, we can do all that, but well, we got. I, I I just have one question quickly about the Twins. You know, I, I don't get all the the regular news down here, all the sports news from up there. How's Josh Donaldson doing? What did he just say? Uh, he's hurt. <laughs> oh, he's hurt. What did he just say? Oh, again. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey. He he uh, got hurt rounding first base on his very first at bat. That's a rude question. His his very first at bat of the season. They they couldn't keep him. They they couldn't keep Josh Donaldson or Byron Buxton healthy through the first series of the year. Like that's <laughs> it. Buxton Buxton just had a tummy ache or something, and now he's hitting four hundred fifty foot yeah. bombs. But yeah. yeah, the bringer of they they said they uh, renamed the disabled list to the injured list. But I think they should call it the DL again as the Donaldson list. Right. <laughs> he, he's on it quite a bit. I don't bit. know. Yeah. I don't know. But sorry, uh, I, I had to dig in. Right. You know, well, the, you know, because I do get a little Braves talk down here, and then they're, they're not. Oh, they got a good team, but but they're they're not missing them because of you know those very reasons that they I think they kind of knew about. But right. I don't think we got. I don't think the Twins got had or anything. But they were just maybe hope more hopeful than the Braves nation was yeah it, it could be it could be joe mauer though because remember he sat out all of april in 2009 and right. then he won mvp he nearly batted 400 right so, yeah for sure that's the year he hit like 20 home that. runs too wasn't it 28 yeah wow i know the exact number that's a lot it was for just short of 30 it was his name is joe Mauer. yeah and i i think it was like half of his production <laughs> <laughs> Shad, Shad, tell me about this new podcast. So I am a fan of it. Uh, twins based, you know, promote yourself a little bit here. Tell us about your newest adventure uh, into Twins baseball. Yeah, because you're just a few episodes in, uh, right? Yeah, we've had five episodes so far. And basically what I've done is I think baseball is a little bit more of a chill sport. So like when I do the Homer horn, it's like... I don't want to say it's like war, but I mean, I'm jacked. <laughs> I, I get really passionate about the Vikings. I feel the same way about the Twins, but... Yeah, I've been to plenty I, of Twins it, games with you, yeah. Kind of like a... Yeah, it's more of like a chill thing. Like, it's more fun than, like, yeah. serious, like, I want to break Aaron Rodgers in half. It's just kind of like, I'm at Tiger Field. <laughs> I have a beer in each hand, and I'm having a good time. So, yeah. basically, yeah. I just started a podcast. I started uh, recruiting some of my friends who cover the twins or our big twins fans. And, you know, we, we talk a little bit about the team and how's it going. And at the end, we just kind of talk about how they become a fan, because I think baseball is there's special ways that you become a fan in baseball. It's not like football where, you know, you're dragged by your dad to the game or else right. bad things happen. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, baseball's a game full of anecdotes, so we just kind of drop them as we need to. Yeah. So go, going with the, the wrestling theme tonight, so your Homer horn is more Ultimate Warrior, and through <laughs> the night is more Carlito, like uh, kind of <laughs> that, that kill vibe. I, I like that, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I mean, if we're talking wrestling shows, maybe uh, okay. Through Matt the Knothole is more Piper's Pit. <laughs> okay. And okay, then, wow. Uh, you know, uh, what, what am I thinking? What, what's my other podcast again? The Homer Horn. <laughs> yeah. See, I even even I lose track yeah. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Homer Horn's like, I don't know, Miss I, TV. Well. I feel well. like I feel like the Homer Horn would be more Piper's Pit because I mean, there's a lot of stuff that this happens. Like so on the on Piper's Pit. I mean, Marty Jannetty got betrayed on Piper's Pit. Best Was thing it? that ever happened to Shawn Michaels. Yep. Yep. For sure, he got thrown through the glass. Um, the barbershop window. Yeah. 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 For sure. So. So more like the Peep Show. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Nobody knows oh, what we're talking about. Is- it's this more is, like ding dong is, hello, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, this is yeah. Okay, well we this might is as well be a wrestling. Yeah, we might as well show. dive in. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. if if you're, turn I'm just going to tell you right now, if you're not a wrestling fan, folks, you might as well go ahead and turn the damn thing off and go listen to the Homer Horn or something yeah. like that or through the knot hole. Um, so, because it, it is actually a timely week for Tom to 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 miss and have his child because he has zero interest in wrestling yes, whatsoever. He would hate us right now and, and well, he always hates me but yeah. well he that's true yeah. yep he yeah. would he would just be sitting nodding long he did go to wrestlemania with us one year he, yep. always, he, went, right. he, he went to 30 with us in new orleans i think he had a good time but yeah. uh that's about the extent of 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 tom's wrestling knowledge so yeah we brought chris shot on good good week for it to happen all that nick jeremy and i have legendarily been to five wrestlemanias uh, so we know what we're talking about. We know a thing or two about sports entertainment as well. And the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania, is coming this weekend. So we're talking about WWE heavy on the Norseman tonight and uh, all, all sorts of uh, wrestling hijinks, very theme wrestling tonight. So uh, Scooter's going to join us live and in person again because it is National Beer Day, and I, yeah. I feel like we need to have Scooter on for National Beer Day live and in person. So for Scooter's Beer of the Week... And uh, we ha- we do have one fan mail I would like to get to tonight. And then uh, I have a game. It's a wrestling theme game that the three of you are going to play against each other a little oh. bit later on in the pro- oh, broadcast as well. So yummy. All right, Let's Mr. Do it. Mr. Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, the Minnesota Bulldozer himself, Chris Shad, filling in for Tom. I am Adam Lee. We are the Four Norsemen. Come on back. Hey everybody, Adam Lee here from the Four Norsemen, and I want to let you in on our secret weapon for the show, Shane Ivers and SilvermanSound.com. Whether you're looking for music for your podcast, your home movie or YouTube video, a presentation or project for school or work, SilvermanSound.com has you covered. Shane writes royalty-free music in any genre for any occasion. I was able to find Christmas music for the holiday season, spooky music for Halloween, sports music anytime we need that, and even funny circus music for any segment that we're being clowns, so 
I guess I could probably use that for every segment. The best part, though, about SilvermanSound.com is tracks are absolutely free with attribution on your project. Every single song we use on the Norseman is from SilvermanSound.com. So don't waste your time. Don't do it. Worrying about copyright laws just to find good music for your podcast, you only need Shane. Donate and support to SilvermanSound.com and share with your friends on social media. Again, that's SilvermanSound.com. This is the Four Norsemen. All right, back again. Second segment of the Four Norsemen. So many ways to listen to us. Check us out wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to review us as well. Uh, connect with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter. Jeremy, did you set up that Instagram yet? No, Tom wasn't nice to me long enough. No, that's true. Yeah, he was supposed to, was it three shows or just one segment that he was supposed oh, to be? It was three shows. Three shows. Well, he does this one count? I think this one counts. No. It's pretty skinny and long. Oh, he has to make an effort. He has to make an effort. He is making an effort. He's, <laughs> he's, he's physically not here. I mean, that's about as much of an effort as Tom can... I mean, it's kind of like the old adage, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. Well, Tom doesn't have anything nice to say to you, so he's just not I don't know if we want me putting pictures associated with this podcast up on the internet. I don't know if that's a great idea. Uh, Emails to Norseman4, that's the number four at gmail.com. You guys want to jump right into WWE Talk? Let's do this. Other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. Other stuff. See, I told you we could talk about other stuff. All right, now as we stated at the top of the show, WrestleMania is this weekend. So I figured it is a good it's a good launching off point for the wrestling theme to just kind of launch this question out. Chris Shad, feel free to 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 kick us off. What are what are you most looking forward to? Is this WrestleMania thirty seven? Right, thirty seven. Thirty seven. Yes. So and it's in Tampa, and uh, but two nights again. Two nights. Which? They're doing the two nights thing. Okay. Yes. All right. And uh, so feuds, matches, etc. What what's different this year? What's special? What are we looking forward to? You know, this is going to sound really weird because it's. A pretty decent card. There's a lot of solid feuds going into Mania, but I think I'm most excited for live fans in attendance. Yeah. Like yeah. it's it's kind of like with baseball, we were talking about the twins, you know, having fans at the ballpark and everything. But I like wrestling, having fans at a wrestling show just drives everything up because I think in the Thunderdome they've been piping in the recorded noise, which helps. But I mean seeing fans cheer who they cheer who they boo like a guy like drew mcintyre who's been pushed so hard me and my friend refer to him as drew cena um, <laughs> like is he gonna get booed is he gonna get cheered like i, I don't know like in right. the signs like signs at wrestling shows are always fun for me especially when i'm bored during a match like I, I think having the crowd in attendance having cheers and boos and actual reactions is gonna make this WrestleMania, a lot of fun to watch, especially after last year when it was dead silence. Right, right. Yeah, yeah I'm, for sure. I'm, I'm interested to see Roman Reigns' reaction, too, because there's a guy who they have pushed for so long and has been booed for so long. 
has probably had his most successful year. Absolutely. Hands down. He, he is, I went from groaning when I saw him mm. to excited every time he is on the screen. He yeah. is playing this a tribal chief character, this arrogant, I'm better than you. I can beat you because I'm that much better. He, he reminds me a little bit of the old Triple H, right? Yeah. Triple H as a heel would just beat people. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep. He was yep. better. He wasn't the the Miz heel where you sneak out or the Seth Rollins for a while where you just escape. He's good. Um, and so I'm I'm hoping that he gets a reaction that I think he's earned this year, um, just in the work that he's put in. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, I see Chris Shot has a the- Roman Reigns t-shirt on, wreck everything and leave, right? Yep. Yep. The, yep. I think the other slogan he's got is head of the table or head whatever table, it is, yeah. you know. And we've been saying it. We said it with Cena for how many years, you guys? We said it, and we've said it with Roman Reigns since the second he was one-on-one with Batista at the end of that one Royal Rumble. If they want to push a guy like that who isn't necessarily heavy on the charisma and is getting booed, because you're pushing him too hard, turn him heel. Like there's, there's just no question about it. It works. It's a formula that works time and time again. And then eventually, wow. when he does go back to being a face, which is inevitable, he'll, he'll be fine. You know, people will accept him as that, and then he can bounce back and forth, back and forth. That's still my biggest complaint with Cena is that they didn't try that at any point. Chris, fill us in a little bit about the ever changing match with. <laughs> Roman Reigns. So Edge wins the Rumble, right? Chooses Roman Reigns, but they have now adapted that match, changed that match a little bit. So tell us a little bit about how that has unfolded. I am so not a fan of this, by the way. Yeah, me neither. So, so Edge won the Royal Rumble, and I think some people were mad because Edge is technically an old timer, but I mean, just the fact that he broke his neck sat out for 10 years and now you have Roman Reigns against Edge. Uh they Spear threw Daniel Spear. Bryan into it though. They had they had the uh they had the elimination chamber match and Daniel Bryan started. He won it. The stipulation in that match was if Daniel Bryan or whoever won would fight Roman Reigns in a title match immediately after the elimination chamber. So predictably Daniel Bryan lost uh, he got a rematch at Fastlane. Edge wasn't happy because he feels he earned this title shot. And Daniel Bryan made Roman's reigns tap out. But if you ask Roman, he said he was just doing Morse code to Paul Heyman, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, so now you have a triple threat. You have the exact same scenario as WrestleMania 30. Um, the one interesting dynamic that's just kind of a real life thing out of it is that all three guys in this match at one point, it seemed like their career was over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Reigns had cancer twice and beat it. Edge had the neck injury that I talked about, and Daniel Bryan had to retire a little bit for a while. They're not going to mention it on air because two guys are kind of the heels. I think Edge is kind of in the middle there, but mm-hmm. I-, I think that's a cool dynamic in the match. And I- I'm I'm excited for the main event. I think all three are very good performers. I think it's going to be a fun match and. I, I don't know. I'm curious to see what you guys think about it. You know, who do you think comes out of that match, right? Where do they go? Wh- which of the three uh, do they leaves WrestleMania as the champ? I think it's Roman. And I think that they have a built-in escape to get the belt off of Roman without having him get beat. Because you have the triple threat rules where he doesn't have to be pinned or submitted to lose the title. But 
I think that Roman's just on a roll right now where he is that unstoppable monster heel and it's in a role that actually works. Mm -hmm. So I think my pick is Roman Reigns for it, but I could definitely see it going any of the three directions. The the best long-term title reigns like this tend to make it through Mania with the belt. So or or at least one. Yeah, one. To, it, yeah. Yeah, and and so you know Triple H did it. Uh did CM Punk's reign last through? Yes. Yeah. But he was yes. face. He was But he was face a face. Okay. Mania. But mm-hmm. just he still had that edge. Forgive the forgive the pun. He still had the edge to him that uh, edge. yeah that uh, that worked through through that. And he had a personality. This is the most personality we've seen out of Roman. It's they need to, and I think that's one of the questions on our talkers here later on this segment is like they need to put the company on somebody's back. They've groomed Roman for this role, so. Mm-hmm. Let him take it and let him keep the belt for a long term. Well, there's so many more directions that this story can go, and you take the belt off him right now, and I don't, I don't see the the advantage of putting it on Daniel Bryan or Edge. Both are established superstars who don't need the belt, yeah, to do anything else in this business. Yep. Um, if you keep it on Roman, and you continue to build up this this heel. That's just the be- like Nick said, the best thing in wrestling in a long time. And you continue to maybe the other Uso brother comes back and you continue to build the stable up a little bit. And you have this big family thing with the maybe overall <laughs> arching goal at some point to lure the rock back into yeah. one more match at, you know, an upcoming mania um, against his, his kinsmen and, fight for the real head of the table. You know? Right, right. Yeah, I agree. Which which is hopefully the end game. At least I'd love to see it, right? Yeah. Like, uh, even if Roman wins that match, right? Like, I think that's a big money match. But, you know, getting through this, I'm interested to see what their end game plan is, right? When you have a heel champion, you usually have some sort of person pegged to be the one mm-hmm. to take it off of him. And if you if you set Roman up as this gigantic, unstoppable force, like, who gets that payoff, right? We saw with yeah. Brock Lesnar that they they held it a little too long, I think, right, um, mm-hmm. on him at certain times. Uh, and so I just love to know your thoughts of where do you think or who do you think is the person that they build Roman Reigns to? Because I agree. I, I think Roman should win this match. Um, I, I, that's who I would book to win. Um, and so I don't know. Where do you think it's going? I'm thinking it's Jay Uso. And I know yeah. they fought a couple of times but Roman never beat him. The yeah. first match, I believe Jimmy threw the towel in for Jay. And the second one, uh, he made Jay say, I quit. But it was because he had Jimmy in a guillotine hold. Hmm. So I think that, like, everybody's talking about The Rock for next year's Mania. I think he's going to wait until the Hollywood Mania in two years. And I yeah. think at next year's Mania, you see Jay Uso beating Roman Reigns for the title. I, I don't know if Roman's going to hold it that long. He might... Get it I think yeah, a month. Point, but I think yeah, that, yeah. I I think that you know he'll probably drop the title, get it back, and eventually that family thing will kind of fray a little bit, and mm-hmm. we'll see Jay turn face. Honestly, I hope they I hope they let him keep it for that amount of time. Who else are they going to yeah. put it on right now that that has that kind of? I mean, have him break whatever modern record. CM Punk had or whatever the case might be. I know they'd love to do that. Um, 
and uh, and and add some more legitimacy to the Universal Championship, which we all know it needs, just by having him hold on to it for a long time. So I think the only other person who held on to it for an extended period of time was Lesnar, and Lesnar never defended the damn thing <laughs> except at Mania. So or at Royal Rumble, and he lost to Goldberg at the Royal Rumble. So it's like, I, I mean, I, to me, it was that that was at the Rumble, right? That he lost no. the title to Goldberg. Sir, no, sir, no. Goldberg got the title off of Owens. Oh right, um, right. Yeah, he uh, Goldberg beat him at Survivor Series. Right. Okay. And I then, knew it was one then, of the big four. Yep. So. Yep. Okay. All right. But but that yeah, didn't so sound right what, to me when I said it. What else, Chris, about the? Uh, Upcoming WrestleMania, we I know we have Bobby Lashley, the the freaking just he's such a freak. He's so I I mean I know he's not much on the mic and and stuff like that, but just watching him is so much fun. Um, versus the the Drew Cena, like you referred to earlier, the the uh, the new uh, face of of the company uh, in Drew McIntyre. Um, you got that match. You got Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. What else do we got coming up? Well, we got Sasha Banks against Bianca Belair. That's for the SmackDown women's title. Um, the other match that I'm really looking forward to is Kevin Owens against Sami Zayn. There's mm-hmm. nothing on the line, but I just want to see Kevin Owens jump off the pirate ship. <laughs> um, like he said he was going to do last year, but it got canceled to the pandemic. So yeah. either he jumps off it or he throws Logan Paul off of it. Yeah. I will accept either scenario. But I think the pirate ship has to be involved with those two. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, even like this is going to sound kind of weird, but the Bad Bunny thing that they've been doing. I mean, I don't like his music. There are a lot of people that do. He's won several Grammys. But I think the cool thing with him is that, you know, sometimes they get these celebrities that come in and they're not wrestling fans. Like they completely mm-hmm. hate it. They're, they're just there for the paycheck and everything. This dude seems like a wrestling fan. And I it really yeah. comes through when they put him in things like that. And having him team up with Damian Priest, who has the look of a star. He's got a really cool gimmick with the rock star thing. And he got the rub from Edge the night after the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm excited about the match, but I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. just kind of an interesting thing because they're going to play in something interesting during that match, I think. The perfect that- opponents for that kind of match, yeah. too. The, the Miz and the John Miz. Morrison, yes. like, Such I mean, pro, yeah. yeah, well, and the, and they feed into that Hollywood A-list mm-hmm. look and all that stuff, and, and that's their whole gimmick, so that's perfect for, for, for them. The Miz, the Miz is like the new big show, just put them in any gimmick match that comes up on, on, on WrestleMania going forward, so um, I'm, I'm surprised to see Seth Rollins so low on the card, you know, just facing a one-on-one yeah. against Cesaro, like, that's, that has potential to be the match of the night because they're both incredible in the ring. But like, what is what has happened to Seth Rollins that has gotten him so much lower on the totem pole, or is it just a perception thing? It's hard to put a finger on it because when he had that run as a face champion, like everybody just completely hated him, and I think part of the reason was the opponents he had. Yeah. He had a feud with Baron Corbin that dragged on forever. Yeah. Then he was fighting Brock Lesnar, and he actually had a banger of a match at SummerSlam. And then he had the feud with The Fiend, where they had that awful ending to the Hell in a Cell match that had yeah. a disqualification. Yeah, and, and that kind of terrible booking. That's just awful booking. That whole thing just reminded me of that. It just irritates me still. It 
if you go back and watch the match, I think he hits like 15 curb stomps. And oh it's my just like, gosh. How can, how can you use that as a finisher anymore after right. this guy right. literally kicked out of 40 of them? Right. Oh my gosh. Right. So, but and, yeah, I, go ahead. I was going to say, and AJ Styles too. Where's Where's AJ mm-hmm. on this? On that this was show? That's still my big beef too. Go ahead. Yeah, he's teaming with almost the big seven foot dude, seven, seven, five. I sold him short. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, you would think that, like, I mean, uh, Cesaro's no slouch in the ring. There's no doubt about that. But you would think that while AJ Styles is still within in his prime, you would want to put him in a in a match with someone like Seth Rollins. I mean, that just I I feel like every mania needs to have that clinic one on one match, and I feel like that's yeah. a better matchup. Um, again, while AJ Styles is still in has the ability to do it. Um, yeah, it, it seems like it, 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 the lower card seems like a lot of odd placement to me, um, what, whatsoever. So, but I, I, we'll see, I guess. It's funny when you listen to like JR's podcast where he'll go over old WrestleManias and he goes match by match and there's like two or three matches on there. And it's just like, yep, they just wanted to get a WrestleMania paycheck for those guys. Like, yeah, I don't think everybody, I know why they're doing two shows this year. It's not because they're loaded with talent and they are, but it's because they want to sell tickets. They're only having, what is it? A quarter of capacity. So 25,000 a night, two night show, they sell 50,000 tickets. Yeah. They make what they normally would have if they, didn't have a pandemic going right, on. So, right. so that's why. So you have the matches. And, and like, I'm actually kind of excited for Cesaro and Seth Rollins. I'm a big Cesaro fan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think I agree with you that Rollins has just fallen to this thing where he's almost been an afterthought. And him coming back with the burn it down music and everything else, I never expected him to be a face, but it just kind of seems like his role is perfect as the sniveling heel. Yeah. He, it's just he, that he needs to find a niche between that and the Messiah well, gimmick. And yeah, he needs to go back to Raw. I mean, because with he's overshadowed completely right now by, by Roman Reigns as the heel champion on SmackDown. So I think after the draft, I would bet good money on seeing uh, Seth Rollins on Raw. But to Adam's point, it's it, there was some opportunity there, I think, to have that Rollins-Styles match or a, a Rollins-Daniel Bryan match. Yeah, I'd love to see them Dan- go one-on-one a, at me. Or yeah. a Daniel Bryan-AJ Styles match. Yeah. You know, one of those – I mean, Kevin Owens is, and Sami Zayn is going to be a really good match. Rollins and Cesaro are going to put on a show as well. But there just seems an opportunity to have one of those Jericho-Michaels uh, – I'm going to use Shawn Michaels' name a couple times here, but a Kurt Angle, <laughs> uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, you know, Steamboat Michaels. Savage. You're right, yeah. right. One of one of those clinic matches that we're not going to necessarily see. One of, one of these matches may surprise me, but but it doesn't seem like that way on paper yet. And, Do- and I will say this: like as much grief as we give WWE in our texts and our conversations, like they've built that roster back up, right? You look at the mid card talent right now, who's in the middle of a WrestleMania card and you've got a lot of really good people. Now, can, do they always utilize the talent and do they have coherent stories? Not always. Yeah. But when you, when you're talking about AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, who three years ago, like they were what you had, right. Yeah. And you have, you have built some in-house talents um to another level you've adapted in some ways like you've rebirthed 
characters like the fiend and randy orton is kind of on an upswing again like you've got a really talented roster right now uh which is fun to see you have a lot of options moving forward and looking at this card like there's nothing that i go ooh to right, right? I, I don't know if there's anything that was like rock cena miami for me or uh you know Shawn michaels undertaker when we were at those matches but it's a really solid show all yeah. the way through start to finish and i think there's something to be said to 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 piggyback on that point that there are some some names that are just not there so there's there are no lesners there are no triple h's there is no undertaker um there, there is no part-time part-timer this yeah, year yeah yeah and and uh so yeah, Edge is re- really the only one other than Shane McMahon, and we don't give a shit about that match. Oh, so, yes, yes, yeah. that's not. That's, I'm that. I'm flipping through the card right now. That's the only dud that I wouldn't honestly want to watch. Is but is, you know what? The the story's awful, but Shane's gonna do something crazy, right? So like, there's mm-hmm. always that fact there. Like, I don't care about the match, but yeah, I think it's entertaining. Oh, for sure. God, yeah, he's gonna and, he's gonna be guys, the one that jumps off the ship, isn't he? Yeah. I, Gosh darn it. Take, take Kevin Owens' steam. <laughs> and, and like certain guys, like like Reigns, they've figured out Bobby Lashley is really good to watch right now. Like I I legitimately hope that they keep it on him. I know that that McIntyre's their new guy, but I hope they pull kind of like they did with um Kofi Kingston a few years ago, where they react to how people are reacting to this awesome badass champion. Uh, you know, and, and so I'm, I'm all for a double, uh, title. Uh, yeah. Like both titles being held, not changing. Like that never happens at Mania. Right. Right. Yeah. But this year, like to me, that is what I'm cheering for both champions to retain. Yeah. And I mean, Bobby Lashley is 44 years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, he looks like it, it, yeah, and he doesn't. No. So I, I just looked <laughs> it up. He's 44 years old. That's crazy. And so, I mean, a guy built like that, who knows? I mean, he could go on forever until he's seventy, fighting Ric Flair at one hundred and forty. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, like, <laughs> I mean, a guy at forty-four years old, and he's he's just coming in. It's kind of like to me. It kind of reminds me of Batista. Batista was older before he really hit his stride and hit his prime as well. I think we might be seeing that with Lashley. So I agree with Nick. Like, keep him in that title picture. McIntyre's young enough to where he'll bounce back and forth and back and forth and you have an opportunity to mold that character a little bit more but if you're if, if ride the Lashley train I, I I like the idea and I think you can get a long-term feud out of this story between Lashley and McIntyre I think yeah. both guys are talented enough where you could get a couple of months and I think the end game between those two is Lashley keeping the belt and then you have the money match down the road with Brock Lesnar, who I know is a part-timer, but I think that's a match that I would like to see maybe at SummerSlam, maybe yeah. next year at WrestleMania right. when you know things are a little bit fuller. I, I think that would be awesome because I think Lashley has really hit his stride right now mm-hmm. as kind of, like you said, a badass and champion. Great story. MVP always, is a mouthpiece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great stories always come from slow burn sometimes, too. And why can't a dominant guy like Drew McIntyre have that one guy that he can't beat? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, right. loses to Lashley here, lose to him again sometime. And then you have this big payout moment where you have Drew McIntyre going can I actually beat this guy? Right. I mean, the story's been done, but I love that build up yeah. to it. Yeah. Is this finally the time yeah. that, that he can do it? Not cheated out, but he legitimately can't 
beat him. Lesnar's uh, Lesnar's a year younger than Lashley. He's forty three years nuts. old. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That yeah, no, it doesn't look and they're bad. yeah, and they're just genetic freaks. It's crazy. So yeah, I would love to see that at some point too. Before again, they're too old to to do it. Let's let's have it, let's get it done. So um, any other any other thoughts on Mania? Something that I just wanted to touch on because Bray Wyatt and and Randy Orton. I mean, it's just this huge thing that I mean, it's it's gotten weird. I don't think they're going to be able to continue some of this feud um, coming out of the Thunderdome because, you know, they've done some weird camera angle stuff and stuff falling out of rafters and and this and that. Alexa Bliss has really added something Mm -hmm. to this whole feud. Um, And I know it kind of is a copy of, you know, Harley Quinn and the Joker, but but then they came back with Bray Wyatt coming back from the Infernal match. And I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I didn't watch the uh, previous Raw last or this past one. It just seems like it really limits Wyatt if, from a you know pretty outgoing character, pretty uh, strong on the mic character. You know, and, and he's just. I mean, he's Kane without the you know coverings on the. I mean, you see his burn wounds. You see everything else. Mm-hmm. I just. I just wonder how this match is going to come off. What What do you think uh, going forward? And is Bray kind of pigeonholed now as this, you know, kind of freak that doesn't really talk. <laughs> I, I think that's the best part about Bray is that his mic work, the yeah. Mr. Rogers type character with all mm-hmm. the puppets and, you know, kind of the tongue in cheek jokes. Like that's the part that makes Bray Wyatt's fiend character so awesome because it's just completely the opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really like the return because it felt too much like Jason, like, I don't know, is right. Randy Orton just going to start chopping off limbs here pretty quick right. and like right. try and do it that way? Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, it's starting to get to a cheesy point and I don't know how you come back from it. Just be like, oh, the fiend's magically restored or what's his next feud? Like, yeah, like right. that's, that's an even better question. Like, who's he going to fight with? It's like, well, right. Orton burned me. So now, well, <laughs> and, you know, and that's the thing. You never look at a Bray Wyatt and go, man, He's a good wrestler, right? right like he right. is he's the magic <laughs> on the mic. And you're, you're kind of backed into a corner, right? Because you can't have the Fiend take another big match loss or that character's dead. Mm, but if, yeah. but if, if, if this version of the Fiend isn't ended by Randy Orton, then he's stuck in a mode that isn't him, right? This burned non, like what Jeremy was saying. And so I think you've really, with the character they've presented, you've, You've done what WWE tends to do, or you're kind of in a lose-lose situation mm-hmm. uh, in terms of how do you end this match? Because both people should win for very, very valid reason. I think you're hurt if if either side wins up at the same time. Yeah, I think I think that's I think the what... I think that's the beauty of Orton though is Orton always seems to find a way to to bounce back, and and who knows how many of that those he has left in him. But I think that's that Orton always seems to find a way either back into the title picture or whatever the case might be. So I, I, I would, I would, I would want to advance Bray's character or change Bray's character through a victory to secure a little bit more of a long-term success for him. I think what they'll wind up doing is like he'll beat him and he'll magically be healed. And I'll just, think that's complete crap <laughs> that's that's the way wwe has done things it's just like what the hell is this you mean like 
oh. you like when you get kidnapped and show up the next week and you're like completely normal, but you've supposedly yeah. been kidnapped all week. <laughs> like, or, you, or your limo blew up and you died <laughs> and you magically came back on the TV. <laughs> Uh, or Chris uh, Benoit brought me back. Yeah. Oh, or geez. oh, geez, wow. That's Voldemort. 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 Um. Oh, yeah. Or okay. what? Didn't Didn't Vince McMahon fight God at one point too? Yeah. Yeah. There was that. Well, no, that was it. Was Shawn, It was Shane and Vince versus and Shane and Vince versus Shawn Michaels and God. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. And he pinned he pinned God in that match. By the way. <laughs> Oh That's why I like to tell people. I'm like, I just want you to know, Vince McMahon has a pinfall victory over God. Yeah, in yep, case yep. You yep. Oh yeah. my God. Any other closing thoughts on Mania from any of you? Or uh, how are you guys? You guys got it on Peacock? I I have not purchased it yet because uh, I've been watching through other means that I don't pay for. Uh, but. Uh no, I mean Jeremy, we Jeremy and I yeah, connect. I was, I was your your your. He money. describes it for me, like he just <laughs> describes it in vivid detail, kind of yeah, like right. play by play on the radio. No, I haven't heard. I've heard really poor things though from a couple Peacock. people that the Peacock app is not. You know, it was like when the WWE app came out, like it was brutal right away, yeah. and they'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, have you played around with it at all? I was watching TakeOver night one before uh, I came on here and it was working just fine for me. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm wondering how it will do though, because you also have oh, NXT airing on USA right now. Mm -hmm. So what happens for WrestleMania when everybody's going to be watching it? Mm -hmm. Like, are we going to see Roman line up for the big spear and then have it oh, cut no. out? Yeah, and like gosh. all of a sudden, oh yeah, what an, what an amazing thing. Like. Ultimate Warrior just dropped from the sky. Like, this is incredible, and you missed it on Peacock. <laughs> right, right. Oof. All right, great discussion, you guys. Much appreciated. Uh, uh, I, I, seriously, I could go all night, but we should break. Oh, yeah. Because we got to get Scooter on here. we got to get Scooter on here shortly for Beer of the Week. Uh, we have some fan mail to get to. And I do have a game for the three of you to play. It's a wrestling-themed game. It's the Four Norsemen. Stay with us. Time for Scooter's Beer of the Week. Brought to you by Route 9 Brew. Beer so good, you can't buy it anywhere. Hi, Scooter. Right. Hey, bud. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. I've got my first dose of the vaccine, so I am becoming immune to this crap that's going on around the world. Right on, buddy. Right so. on. And it's, and it's Happy Beer Day. Happy National Beer Day to you. Exactly. Happy National Beer Day. We had to have you on um, live because of that. I also found out today that yesterday was New Beer's Eve. What? Yeah. I love so, beer and holidays around beer. <laughs> these things are going in my Google Calendar so that I will never forget them. Right They're on. right up there right up there with National Bacon Day, okay. National Pancake Day, okay. and um, National Steak and Day. <laughs> yeah, there is one of those. That's right. Is it is it combined? Like, is it 
is it together like or are those two separate days you said and so i'm, I'm a little confused. oh you eat yeah. steak while <laughs> yeah. you get a steak and then later that day <laughs> yeah. you oh, get okay. the because because <laughs> okay. i would wouldn't mind the eating while <laughs> that that is um by the way march 14th oh okay okay yeah. well wonderful it's ma it's the male valentine's yeah <laughs> male valentine's like day i like it all right what's this week's beer of the week buddy all right coming to us from the mark anthony brands brewery i have a delightful wonderful little warm weather beverage because it's been 85 freaking degrees here in central wisconsin in april by the way we are drinking the White Claw Hard Seltzer. Oh, Black no. Cherry. Oh, <laughs> you sold out. This bad boy comes in at a 5% ABV. <laughs> On with National a... <laughs> Beer Day. On National Beer Day. With a zero IBU. Yes, on National Beer Day. Legally. Legally according to the... Uh, tobacco, alcohol, and ATF. whatever. Not the ATF, but a different sure. different group out there. ATF is the one with the guns. These guys are the ones with the um, tickets or whatever, something like that. Okay. Basically, legally, there's the ones that give licenses to breweries and such. Gotcha. Um, legally, this is considered a beer. Hey, I have my hand raised. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, did what you lost your beard and this is what you bring us on. <laughs> are you still <laughs> mad at me that I voted against Tommy boy in the tournament? Are you, are you punishing us? Yeah. Tonight? Go on. He's still mad at All me right. from last show. So the alcohol in this comes from a gluten-free alcohol base. Basically it's fermented sugar. Um, an interesting fact, White Claw is actually related to Mike's Hard Lemonade. They are owned by the same people. Oh, instant gut so, rot. I know, right? <laughs> so, hey, there ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws. <laughs> <laughs> in theme with this show, if we were in the same room right now, I would give you a stone cold stunner <laughs> and then drink two Mickle lights right over your unconscious body. Yeah. If we if we were doing a Minnesota in like WRW Studios or yep. whatever. Yep. This guy pours a crystal clear, <laughs> no head, wonderful beverage. You remember that March 14th day? If you're drinking these things, that ain't happening for you. <laughs> hey, that's not, right. hey, that's not shame. We, we, don't, we don't alcohol shame on this show. Yes, Zima. We're equal opportunity alcohol yeah. drinkers. Yeah, Jeremy likes Zima, so. There's yeah. only one of us that went searching for Zima. <laughs> hey, you guys got any Zima? So the smell right away comes off as... Uh, uh, vaguely of um, black cherry. Um, there is some CO2 tingling, and you get it then in your nose. Um, the, the bubbles uh, giving off the CO2 kind of kind of tingles the nose a little bit. And then drinking a couple of these, the nose starts to lose its tingle a little bit later. <laughs> so how many taste, have you had, there, Scoot? There's six, seven, <laughs> a couple. Um, <laughs> so. The taste is basically an unsweet black cherry, um, but very clean. No real alcohol astringency. Um, very, very easy to go down. But, you know, there's not a whole lot of taste to it. Um, you know, for those that don't 
have never tried it before. There really is no sugar to this. It it's like um, like Lacroix water, that kind of thing. Um, a lot of people think that this is like Lacroix water with vodka in it. There, it's not vodka. Otherwise, they they would have to pay more in uh, licenses and such. So technically, like I said, this is a beer. My God, uh, so. I'm not. I'm probably not gonna um, advertise this on social media this week. Uh, <laughs> Cooter well, has a surprise. I'm going to probably leave with going, yeah, no beer of the week this week. Yep. Well, you know what? <laughs> no. Between between the, the, the wrestling talk and the lack of Scooter's beer of the week, it'll be our least listened to show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming on for it, Christian. We appreciate you. Throwaway match. Yeah. Yep, it's, a, it's a throwaway show. It's a good thing I'm testing out recording equipment in this one. I forgot one thing. It's a little bit late, but April Fools! Oh, thank God. I've been planning this for a while. Okay, so you actually have... I was going to say, that's not... There's no way that's White Claw. Okay, no. Hey, you're we. If you're a peach margarita guy. We we were trying. We were trying not to judge. You but had me I'm fooled, really buddy. Glad. Yeah, yeah. You, you had did. me fooled. So, thank you. You bet. I I had to do an April Fool's. <laughs> I was really hoping the show would have landed on April Fools, and this would have been even better. But eh, no, better, it's still, better it's, late than never. It still plays, buddy. Okay, do you have an actual beer of the week? Being that it is National Beer Day, and the one wonderfulness that this this is again national beer day basically comes from when they lifted uh the ban on beer actually it was the ban on three two beer which then opened the floodgates to actually get rid of the 18th amendment which was no alcohol so that's why we have national beer day my beer of the week is for you to go out and drink your favorite beer oh yeah. man and celebrate this right holiday now. yeah I'm doing it right now from the dirty dirty south yeah the northeast of mike yeah, yeah. yeah. i like that oh scoot now see you, you you disappointed me and now you just brought me right back i love you that's great you too all right <laughs> all right any questions for scoot about your favorite beer no, I'm no, thank really you. I'm, right. I'm getting out of it. Yeah, right. Yep. You, you got cool. you got a scoot. You Not fooled us. Cool. You yeah. fooled us, buddy. Good job. At least I can get somebody because all of my April Fool's pranks just fall flat on their face lately. So <laughs> that was good. That was good. They had us. All right, scoot. We'll talk to you in a couple. Sounds good. This is the Four Norsemen. All right, welcome back. Third and final segment of the Four Norsemen. Nick, Marty, Big Brother, Jeremy, Chris Shad from the Homer Horn and all sorts of other things filling in for Tom. Thanks to Scooter for Beer of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> he nailed us. He beer got us. Beer of the Week. He got us. I, I, like, we I are just, fools. He, he's good at that kind of stuff, man. He got he had me fooled. I thought that mm-hmm. for sure, because you, you said it, Jeremy. He is a peach margarita guy. Yeah. And he, sometimes he likes unique things like that, but but to to pick a seltzer on on uh, National Beer Day, man, I I I should have known because known. black because black cherry wouldn't be the flavor that no. you <laughs> review, right? I'm no. a mango guy. If yeah. I'm gonna go yep. white claw, give me a mango white claw. Yeah, those are good. Uh, those are good. Yeah. 
let's yeah. not disparage White Claw. It just has no place on on this podcast and on National Beer Day. Okay, let's just make that clear. So uh, we got a we got a whole bunch of stuff to get to. Still, I do have one fan mail that I would like to read. You've got mail. I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! It's some feedback about our, uh, our our comedy tournament. Do you guys have a second to where I could read this for you? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay, Rashad, did you did you happen to catch any of the comedy tournament here on I the North? I caught the first part, okay. not the second part. I okay. was stuck in a car for six mm-hmm. hours driving from North Dakota, so I'm like, I'll throw uh, it on. Yeah, and it was sure. very good. Okay, I agreed with you guys. Um, yes, and and uh, so the winner ended up being Happy Gilmore. So, um, which. Okay which uh, 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 this emailer that. has an issue with. It's our old friend Jordan from Wausau. Um, and uh, it's the, the subject line is just, how could you, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. Uh, boys, in the words of the superior Lee brother, and Krishad, he likes Jeremy a lot, so that's rare. Um, I don't know why you guys think you're so funny. In the enormous task of choosing the best comedy movie, how could you guys forget about the best movie ever made, Freddy Got Fingered, with the indelible (laughs) Tom Green? I ruptured my testicle laughing so hard at the Daddy, I'm a Farmer scene. Like, come on. Happy Gilmore is subpar at best. Subpar, get it? Uh, I get it. You guys can do better. I demand an apology for your lack of taste. Sincerely, Jordan from Wausau. P.S. Jeremy, your package is on its way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he's he's got your address now, apparently. So, um, Freddy got fingered. I have not thought about that movie. Like well, when I was doing prep, creating the the tournament bracket, I looked at lots of movies. Yeah, not on a single list of the best comedy movies of all time. Freddy got fingered was not on any of. Them. I think you would actually find that list more often on the worst movies of all time <laughs> yeah. list. Like one of the one of the only movies I've walked out of the theater. You actually went and saw it in a theater. Oh, yeah. The the only thing I remember from that movie was when he's playing the keyboard and he's singing, Daddy, would you like some sausage? That is about to... Okay, okay. That's the only part I remember. The backwards man is pretty funny. I don't even remember that. He's standing standing in the mirror and he's got a suit on backwards. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's the backwards man. The backwards man, the backwards man. Oh, okay, okay. I remember that. I remember that song. Okay. Well, you can go watch it with Jordan from Wausau. Maybe that's maybe that's your guys' uh, connection as you both like Freddie Got Fingered. I did like the Tom Green show back in the day, though. That was good. That was fun. My bum was on For like lips. a year. Okay, so I have a game you guys, uh, for you guys to play. Would you like to play a game? Let's do it. It's another edition of Lightning Round. It's time to play Lightning Round with Jeremy. We've played Lightning Round before, but just had Jeremy do it. So it wasn't as fun then. But I, I, I made it a little bit different this time. I, t- I, I grabbed this buzzer from a, a Blockbuster game I have, Blockbuster movie store game I have. And it's a 15-second timer, okay? So I'm going to give you guys a topic. So, for example, I will say the topic is colors, okay? The first one to answer starts the buzzer, and you'll hear this. The timer is uh, on the buzzer, lasts for 15 seconds, and then if someone gives me another answer, the timer starts again. We go on a specific category until the timer runs out. Makes sense? Oh, the last yep. person to answer that top it gets the point after the timer runs out. So nice. you guys cool. just dive in. It doesn't have to go in rotation. 
Um, you know, try, try your best not to talk over each other. You got 15 seconds to get an answer out there. So if Nick answers and gives a, gives the color red and you guys can't think of another color, Nick doesn't need to jump in with the color blue. So gotcha. he can just wait until the timer runs out. Does that make sense? Gotcha. It'll be fun. And all of these categories are wrestling related. So nice. you all good? Nice. Good luck, losers. All right. Hey. <laughs> so our topic number one is members of Degeneration X. John Michaels. John Michaels. <laughs> Who's next? Is it me? You can you can just dive in. Triple H. Road Dog, Jesse James. Rick Rude. China. Badass Billy Gunn. X Pac. Road Dog? We uh, said Road Mike dog? Tyson. He was a member for a short period. He was. Of time. He was. I have that on my list. <laughs> Wasn't Hornswoggle an honorary member? Oh no! Wow. <laughs> I'm hosed. I, I don't know. Jeremy might get the point. Tori. You oh, got yeah. it. Next. Nice. Nice. And. There one more. Well, you, so Krishad got it. I mean, yeah. so you, you know, um, that, that was good. That was good. I'll let that run out. The good. only one you guys missed, and and she was listed as an official member at one point, was Stephanie McMahon. Oh, okay. I imagine. So, oh, okay. so I, I guess that kind of makes sense. So, okay, so that was oh, fun. Krishad, Krishad gets a point. I, I'm good. impressed. That that was really good, you guys. Like uh, HBK, Triple H, China, Mike Tyson, X Pac, Billy Gunn, Road Dog, Kane, Tory, Stephanie McMahon, and Hornswoggle. Those were that. Those were listed as the as official members at one point or another of Degeneration nice. X. So nice. I love that. That was great. Okay, next one. There have been 37 WrestleManias. But only so many WrestleMania hosts cities. Go. Miami. Tampa. Detroit. Atlanta. Houston. New York. Las Vegas. Dallas. New Orleans. Anaheim. Santa Clara or San Francisco. New York. Already been said. Oh. Orlando. Did anybody say Orlando? Yeah. Somebody no, did? Nope. Okay. Oh. Nope. Okay. Chicago. Yes. Um. Seattle. Very good. Winding down. Boston? You guys. Boston, I'm taking a crack at it. I don't have Boston on my list. All right, so I think the only ones you missed were Atlantic City, okay. Indianapolis, 
Hmm. Hartford, Connecticut, the famous Bam Bam Bigelow versus Lawrence Taylor was in uh, Hartford, flat. Connecticut. Uh, I don't think anybody said Philly. Nope. And then East Rutherford, New Jersey, but somebody did say New York yeah. City. So, but that, that's all you guys missed. So that, that was good. Here, did anybody say Dallas? Yes, yeah. someone yeah. said Dallas. Okay, Jeremy said Dallas. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Question for you. Yep. How, so is it just like, going around in a circle or are we just supposed to get all of them like between no the three no ones? just whoever whoever is the last person to say the the city the city or an item gets the point if the timer runs out so oh, chris you okay, got okay. yeah you you got that one yeah. so, so like, yeah so, answered, so you're, you're i've answered myself like twice you yeah. did but you're <laughs> so you're leading to 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 nothing so and i only have five items so, uh, so nice. Chris, you could lock up the victory by getting any of the next three here. So, yeah, I'm looking at this more now as like a team game. Like, can, <laughs> can you name them all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, next one is a shorter list. Uh, let's see if you guys can name all of the Universal Champions. Ooh. And Valor. Yep. Rock Lesnar. Okay, <laughs> Nick got it. Nick got that one. Roman Reigns. Uh, the Miz. The Miz was not one. Seth Rollins. Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman. Braun! Goldberg. Oh, I should have just called him Bill, actually. But, you know. <laughs> Bill. Um, Kevin Owens. He's just he's just one up in himself, guys. That's all of them. So Chris Shot gets the point <laughs> once again. So yep, it's Finn Balor, <laughs> Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Goldberg, uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt, Braun Strowman. You guys got them Good all. Job. Team point. We all got the point there because we got them all. <laughs> yep. Okay. Or Chris Shot wins. That's fine too. So, um, okay. So this one could go on a little while. I want you guys to name, and I didn't even write down a list. I want you guys to name wrestling finishers. Go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, sweet Chin Music. Stone Cold Stunner. I gave you guys both that there. The, so. the, the Pedigree. Okay. Figure Four Leg Lock. Spear. The Jackhammer. The crippler cross based. Voldemort, Voldemort. <laughs> Batista bomb. The, the attitude six, adjustment. Okay. The 619. The FU. <laughs> we'll take it. The mandible claw. The RKO. Yeah. Okay. The diamond yeah, cutter. Five. <laughs> okay, you guys, I uh, gave you both that. Good. Uh, the Scorpion Deathlock. The Scorpion Death Drop. <laughs> nice. Okay. Somebody said the Sharpshooter, too. Who was that? Yep. Sharpshooter. That was me. Okay. So it's it points to Nick right now. Codebreaker. Codebreaker. Okay. Chokeslam. Tombstone. Tombstone Piledriver, yeah. I'll still give it to you. Uh, the running wizard. Didn't Daniel Bryan use that for a while? 
Was that his the knee? Was that the knee? Yeah. Okay. I think they called it like the yes knee or something like that. The curb stomp. Uh, razor's edge. Claymore. The Dominator. Uh, the, the Michinoku Driver. <laughs> nice. There's one in my head. I don't know if I could say it on the podcast. Yeah, go ahead. Though. I'll bleep it if you need to. The Money Shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. That was one. Okay. I don't think. I don't think we said the people's elbow. I think we saw rock bottom, but I don't think we yep, said somebody said elbow, yeah. rock bottom, but not people's elbow. Good job. Okay. The DDT. Jake the Snake. The unprettier. Uh, the the big boot slash leg drop. <laughs> Most deadliest combo ever. I'm not gonna say, say the ultimate cutter? warrior. I said diamond cutter. Yeah, Nick said diamond okay. cutter. The torture rack. The Wonderful. million dollar dream. This is getting good. The Canadian destroyer. Who uh, did that? That's that Me. one guy. He, it's that flip one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Williams. Williams. okay, gotcha. Yep. Okay, no. okay. Nick, Nick. Trouble in paradise. Okay. Oh. Well, the styles clash. Swanton bomb. The big ending. Um, five star flog splash. Flog splash. Flog flog frog splash. <laughs> he actually breaks out a flog and just flogs. <laughs> uh, last ride. Have we said that one yet? Nope. Well, the guess will not. Yes, yeah. lock. okay. Um, Dirty deeds. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, the Superman punch was for a while. I'll give you that. If you, if you don't accept that, I've got another one. So. Okay, I'll give you it. Shell shock. <laughs> Is that was that Ryback? It was <laughs> Ryback rules. <laughs> Go to sleep. Uh, oh, what was it called? The the head crusher that um, <laughs> Great Kali did. You remember that? Uh, but I'll just do the claw. The claw was one. Too. Yep. The anaconda vice. Ooh. Go to sleep. Uh, Chris Chad said it. That's why I said anaconda vice. The elbow drop. Oh, just the class. Macho man. Oh, macho man. You guys are doing really good. Yeah. Bailey to belly. <laughs> the Bailey. Yep. Oh right, right. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh disarmor. Okay. Yep. Oh boy, he's going to Divas now. <laughs> or oh, the women's. If we go to AEW, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure eight. Mm-hmm. Have we said the bank statement yet? 
did oh. not. Do we say the code breaker? Yep. Yes, that yeah. is what it said. Well, the walls of Jericho. Nobody said the that. Ankle lock. There oh. you go. The angle slam. There you go. You guys might be tapped. The Boston Crab. I'll give you that. It was the... Multiple. Slaughter yep. used it. Rick the Model Martell used it. The Texas wow. Cloverleaf. Nice. Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. Very good. The Frank Cobra the Clutch. Cobra Clutch. I don't think anybody said Cobra Clutch yet. Yeah. Rings of Saturn. The Brogue Kick. Rings of Saturn. Brogue Kick. Okay. Point still to Chris Shad. Boy, I should have just started the segment with us. <laughs> the red arrow. Red arrow's one. Oh, man. The fairy tale. Cobra. <laughs> the cobra. <laughs> yes. All right. For, yeah, Santino. Okay. All right. <laughs> Points to Jeremy right now. Oh, Jeremy gets there the point. Oh, that was bro. good. Jeremy yeah. gets the point. Okay, this one, this ne this last one will not take nearly as long. Uh, last but certainly not least, we want SmackDown General Managers. Go. Oh, Teddy Long. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Yep, oh, Krishad beat you to it. Vicky Guerrero. Daniel O'Brien. John Laurinaitis. Um, yep. Oh, yeah, he was both. Um, Paige. Kurt Angle. He was raw. Or was he nope, SmackDown? No, he's Smackdown he was a SmackDown. Yep. Yeah, when he broke his neck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The computer? No, that was raw. That Do you was remember raw. The <laughs> that was the anonymous. Okay, who's the last one to guess? Chris. Okay. So uh, I think we missed Paul Heyman. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Booker T. Mm -hmm. And and the the authority was the only other one. <laughs> so they had them listed as the as that. So uh, so a four one to nothing. Uh, just ass kicking by by Chris Shad, but it was a good team yeah. effort overall. To make yeah. Nick feel better about yeah. himself. No, like he's the head of the table, Chris Shaw, and I'm yeah. Jay Uso. I'm yeah. main event. <laughs> I'm the only one in this thing that's not married. So, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, like it, it just makes sense. But, yeah. No, we know our wrestling. Yeah, that's true. I was impressed by the by the finishers. I was running out of them too. I was trying to think of any that that you guys had missed, and then somebody started in on the wall, uh, the walls of Jericho, and then uh, Boston Crab, and then uh, like those were ones that I was thinking of um, going through. Uh, that I was thinking the um, God, I've just lost it. What was Matt Hardy's Twist of Fate? Yes, Twist I, of I could think of Twist uh, of Fate. Uh, yep. Um, Shane McMahon jumps across the ring. The coast to coast. Coast to coast. Yeah. So yep. 
So there were a couple there that, that, but you guys nailed all the big ones. Um, it took long enough for somebody to say the leg drop, and I think Nick did. So, I mean, you know. At least nobody said the Gorilla Plus slash, or the splash. <laughs> That's true. And you said <laughs> Ultimate Warrior in there, too, yeah, Jeremy. I said nobody, I wasn't go, I mean, said I was not going to say it. Yeah, but, but I'm surprised none lose. of the other guys did it. So, But thanks for playing. That was fun. We'll have to do that again sometime. So uh, but we can wrap up the show. Uh, anything, uh, anything else you guys want to get off your chest before we do? that no like oh. watch some wrestling like yeah. give it a chance yeah uh, for sure oh this week uh you know if you get peacock send me your password and uh <laughs> <laughs> norseman4 that's the number four at gmail.com for your peacock password we appreciate that chris shad where can uh, people read and hear your stuff buddy they can read me at zone coverage and bring me the news and then of course i have my two podcasts which is the homer horn we're going to have matthew collar on uh, over the weekend and then we're going to have through the knot hole where eventually we will have john bonus of twins daily coming on oh soon. awesome so, very cool um, yeah lots of exciting things happening there very good very good well thanks for coming on we really appreciate the assist tonight yeah check out chris shot stuff he knows what he's talking about and uh, uh, we could tell we fed some kind of uh, uh, need for you tonight to talk about some wrestling, too. So if you ever want to get stupid, you know where to find us. You get, <laughs> off the, get off the sports bandwagon. You're welcome anytime. We appreciate it. That's it for this episode of The Four Norsemen. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can contribute to the conversation. Facebook, Twitter, emails to Norseman4. That's the number four at gmail.com. Uh, check out our entire library of episodes on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pandora, uh, many other places uh, where you find your favorite podcast, and uh, just head uh, just head over to our uh, home Podbean page as well for Norseman.podbean.com. Thanks to Shane Ivers for providing music tonight. Silvermansound.com is where you can find more. Uh, he gives us all of our music, and we appreciate him very much. Uh, yeah, lots of anything that you need, you can find it on there. And a special thanks to Nick Marty, Big Brother Jeremy, Chris Shod for the fill-in. Tom, we miss you. Uh, uh, best wishes to you and your wonderful family and to you folks you could have been anywhere else in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate it for all of us here at the Four Norsemen I am Adam Lee considering those eardrums satisfied now I think if you would have said the same thing when I wasn't on the show Tom would have said something like speak for yourself uh, we don't miss him I don't miss him uh, you've been very sad you're an in- integral part of our team yeah Jeremy you did show prep tonight <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. Coming off yeah. our uh, our movie theme, like you totally redeemed yourself. Yep. And you know what, Jeremy? If you were as good looking as Tom, maybe we would miss you more. If you were, yeah. Not. But he. Yeah. Oh, you you guys would miss me. He would just, you know. <laughs> I would miss you. We all know I like Jeremy the best. <laughs>